Welcome back to another episode of BD Radio. In this episode, we are talking about the top 10 nutrition mistakes that we ourselves, me in particular, have made in the past, um, as well as what we've noticed with clients in our time, I guess, working with them in in this industry. Um, That was basically a really mouthful way to say in our time working as trainers. But what we've no- um, what we've noticed is trends and how we address them, I guess. Welcome, Dan. Thank you very much. Um, do you want to start with number one? I know you're very passionate about this. Oh, these are in no particular order. Yeah, as no well. particular order. Our list of ten, um, but we do want to start by saying that the whole idea, so the purpose of this podcast, is to help you identify, like. Am I doing some of these things? Do I do that? And like ways to help you change that rather yeah. than to make you feel bad. It's like, oh, I yeah. do that. Oh, I'm terrible. It's like, not like you're an idiot if you do this. Yes, yeah, very common. I, I will let you know all the ones that I've actually done. And just looking at our list, it's pretty much 9 out of 10. <laughs> Possibly 10 out of 10. And also the influences that make us... Um, behave this way so like all the factors so you've got like marketing social media all that comes into play when we're talking about all of this which you'll be able to see yep absolutely so number one on our list is diet foods when we say diet foods you mean like 99 percent fat free that sort of stuff but also having them make up a significant portion of your regular intake yep diet foods dan tell me why they're bad well, generally, like I just used an example of 99% fat-free, yeah. um, it is a big marketing tool, obviously, because what they're saying is correct. It is 99% fat-free. However, people are very naive or they just don't understand or they haven't looked at the back of the packet. That's the big one. Um, what's replacing it? What's actually in it? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, we all want a sweet every now and then, and a diet option, sure, is great for someone that's looking to lose weight um, or is a diabetic or something like that. Yeah. An, um, an example of it being a reasonable option is if, you know, like we hear these stories about people who drink upwards of two liters of soft drink a day. Yep. If you swap to diet, then that's progression. Absolutely. So, yeah, like they're not completely useless. What we're more talking about is like, light cheese light milk i th- i think in particular the dairy options especially because when we think of you know cheese milk yogurt so much of the benefits of dairy is actually in the fats yes so like you take away the benefits for basically nothing yeah exactly and like we use soft drink as the example so we all know there are no benefits to the soft drink other than pleasing the person. Mentally, basically, yeah. the benefits, yeah. So um, that doesn't matter. So whereas if you're looking, yeah, more at your dairy products, there is an actual change in the nutritional value. Yeah. So I think sometimes people put a lot of diet foods into their nutrition and it's almost like mentally justifies the decision rather yeah. than actually is like addressing the root cause. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, if you eat a 100% processed diet, um, that is diet products, Yeah. let's just say. So you're looking to get a low calorie intake for the day. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily look very good or mm. very healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
typically like the more processed things are, the worse they are for you. So yes. it's basically like another process that a food has gone through before it hits, you know, like your plate. And it's just it sort of makes it a little bit worse. Yeah. In so, general, of course, generally yeah, definitely. speaking. Number two, and this sort of ties into number one as well. So number two is focusing on quantity before quality. So what we mean by that is is not actually changing what foods you're eating or looking to adjust those, but rather just focusing on how much of what you normally have you are eating. Yeah. So So it's can I have a happy meal instead of a Big Mac meal? That's the kind of decisions. Yeah. So whereas maybe it'd be more optimal and certainly better long term to make the move away from fast food. Yeah. So again a homemade burger yeah it's not like this doesn't work it's just that in our experience it's not the best way to achieve like a really long-lasting sustainable change yes because if you're just restricting like you're basically um changing none of the like habits or mentality or like feelings and emotions around food that you had before yeah and everyone i've spoken to that has changed the quality of their food has come back and said, oh, I feel so good. I didn't realize. That was going to be my next point. Like, it's less about the physical results. It's how, like, the analogy I always use is getting the new bike for Christmas is, like, you ride around on your old one and then you get a new one and it's got flash gears and, like, you know, the the chain stays on. And then just it's speak like, to William about gears. He just got oh, a bike yeah. with gears and he's loving it. And it, you know, and, <laughs> and you're flying around and it's smooth, you know, or like a new car and you're like, I forgot how, you know, how good a new car is or, you know, like pumped up tires and all this stuff. So it's one of those ones that it's the hardest to explain to people when yep. they start, but it's the one that makes us happiest yeah. when we hear clients to tell us that basically. Yeah. And also another point I just said about feeling good, which is people, someone actually said that to me last week, which made me so happy. Um, but not only that, that they no longer want the foods they used to crave. Yeah. They've basically displaced them. Yeah. And we'll talk about this later on, but it's not like, oh, I think people are like, oh, I need to stop drinking alcohol. Yep. And it's like, well, rather than not drinking alcohol, how about we swap one of your glasses of wine at night to a green tea? So you're just replacing, you know, or how about we swap that, you know, um, 200 grams of chocolate, which is actually a lot, maybe 100 grams of <laughs> chocolate after dinner. Why don't we have a bowl of fruit? So it's like it's you're still eating. You're just substituting what you're eating, which sort of, again, comes back to the diet foods, really. Yeah. Number three, we've got tracking calories, but guessing. Yeah, so this is a real bugbear of mine. So I've tracked calories like quite a lot in the past, but I'd say that each time I've had like a focused two-month effort, three-month effort on it, I've like I've improved the way that I've actually like completed the exercise. And I can absolutely agree with that. And you know, and it's reflected in the results I've gotten not just like physically but my performance as well like in the gym and how I feel so I think when people track calories and the reason why we don't necessarily um, recommend this to everyone is because they tend to put the quantity before the quality and it also encourages 
diet food choices. Yeah. So we would rather like tr- tracking calories is a good tool, no doubt about it, but only after, in our opinion, only after you've sort of adjusted your food choices and basically have a little bit more knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your education around it. So tracking calories but guessing relates to the portion sizes that you're entering. So you've done the calculations and it's like, all right, in order to be in a calorie deficit and lose weight, I need to eat, let's just say 2000 calories a day. What we see, and it's super common is firstly, people don't track every day. And that's really important. Like that they'll track Monday to Friday, not track over the weekend. So common, but not track Friday night's dinner. And that sort of thing. So, or like, alcohol is another one. Oh, I tracked my food, but I didn't put I didn't put my alcohol. Yeah, in. like if you were going to do it, like the best results that you can get is when you put in everything. And beyond that, not just tracking everything, like that. Oh, I had like you know some hummus and crackers, but it wasn't that much. You know, like oh, I had a slice of cheese, but that's nothing. You know, and it's like it's little things like that that over a week. Like that is the difference. Yeah, absolutely. That that is the difference. So when you guess beyond just selective tracking, now we're talking more about portions. So like the ability of people to eyeball what's on their plate and then put it into whatever calorie tracking app that you're using is really poor. And like there are heaps of studies on this. We couldn't even do it. They aren't. Like we could now, but at the yeah, start, yeah. But no, after what, weighing and measuring your food for how long? Oh yeah, months. Yeah. Or weeks, really, months. Oh. Months all up. Months all up, but yeah, you get a pretty good idea of it after a couple of weeks. But um, like you would be staggered, and this is especially prevalent in the people who are like, oh, I don't eat that much. You like you would be shocked at how much you actually eat if you went to everything. Yeah. So. That's where I think it can be a really good exercise is just for heightened awareness and education about what's actually in food and how much food you actually need to eat. I was about to say, I think it's a great education tool if you yeah. if you do it correctly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But where people go wrong so often is, oh, I think that's 100 grams. I'm like, actually, Karen, it's 250. Yeah. yeah like, like it's so much more than you think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then going up, when people check come dinner time oh how much do i have for the rest of the day like yeah. there hasn't been a mental shift in the mm-hmm. way people address food yeah so we're looking at changing behaviors to make it sustainable long term yeah. whereas it kind of encourages um some people to hold on to those bad habits yeah or like a really intense effort and then you know the back off the wagon yeah after eight weeks or you know the some gym that will remain unnamed, you know, eight week challenges and stuff, you know. Yeah. Quick weight loss in short amount of time. Yeah. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Is it sustainable? No. No. Yes. And yeah, that sort of comes back to like, we're really strong on, you know, don't show me your six week transformation, but how about your six year yep. transformation? You know, like, let's make it lasting. Yeah. Um, so, like, all the decisions that we make and all the. Um, habits and behaviors that we try and impress upon our clients like they're all based with longevity in mind all right so tracking calories but guessing number four danielle is passionate about this one so 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 passionate i'll let you take it away (laughs) lack of micronutrients 
So micronutrients are vitamins and minerals, which we need, obviously, to stay nice and healthy. Um, people often have a really, really strong focus on macronutrients, yep. which are also important, super important. Um, but what we don't understand is that those micronutrients are vital to our health and well-being. Mm-hmm. And quite often you see people that yo-yo diet a lot um, and don't have a very healthy, um, sustainable diet tend to get sick a lot. Yeah. which then makes it harder for them to stay in a routine um, training-wise as well. So it's a very, very um, – like it's a vicious circle really. Yeah. So having a great time, losing weight, really restricting your diet, oh, sick, okay, two weeks off, no training. Mm. I've just been getting Uber Eats because I, I live alone. I didn't have anyone to cook for me. I've gained – three kilos so i'm going to be really good once i'm well again i'm going to yeah. go really hard at it for another two weeks it just basically sort of that like that yo-yo cycle just continues and continues yeah we um i read a quote on instagram um the other day and sent it to you and it, it basically says macros are for fueling micros are for healing so like all cell damage immune system all that sort of stuff Micros super important. Micros are so important. That's something um, we don't we don't talk about a lot. So you yeah. you do see a lot of macro stuff, like on social media. Yeah, yeah. On Facebook, and you don't see much stuff about micronutrients. It's um, I think yeah, it's, it's because not like if you can improve your food quality naturally, you improve your micronutrient intake. Yeah. Um, if you can improve your like macronutrient partitioning. So like, you know, eating more protein, healthier carbs, like fats, that also helps you improve your micronutrient intake. But with the lack of micros as well, so points one, two, and three are basically all like they never address this. So that would be, you know, too many diet foods, quantity tracking calories but having a guess and you know like that cycle in order to really up these you need to be eating more whole foods whole foods absolutely comes back to that and And a variety as well yeah exactly as much variety as you can because in the world of micros um it really like our food naturally complements so different micronutrients complement other micronutrients so if you are eating a certain vegetable let's just say it might contain a vitamin and a mineral that complement one another that mm-hmm. that just happens naturally yes and so you don't need to think about it so people often ask us yeah, yeah so that helps you absorb it it doesn't just matter what's going into your body mm. it matters how our body is using it yep um so people often ask me about multivitamins uh, that's was, a very i was gonna say i was literally just about to bring this up yeah very like, common question we get asked yeah if do you... they have a place Yes. Absolutely. Are they better than nothing? Like similar to the Coke versus... Diet. The Diet Coke. Like, yes, it's better than nothing, but ideally we don't need it. So it's a step, but like if you think having a multivitamin every morning is going to solve, you know, your micronutrient problem, then you're sorely mistaken. Absolutely. And you need to eat some veggies. Yeah, definitely. So it, yeah, it it is a fine art and nature has handled it for us. However as humans we've evolved to um 
to want a quick fix. So yeah. people are happy to take a multivitamin, but they're not happy to eat a variety well, of fruit and vegetables. We're in the age of convenience. Yeah. And unfortunately, healthy nutrition is not very convenient. Yeah. So it's just something that we might need to put a little bit more time into to really get the best rewards possible. Oh, that made me feel better getting that. <laughs> Number five, a bugbear of mine for sure. Putting the cart before the horse. So it's a saying that um, clients of ours have probably heard me crap on about a lot. But it basically means like you're worrying about factors of nutrition that you don't need to yet. Like it's not, it shouldn't be on your radar. So if like, if you think about your body as a house, it's basically worrying about what couch you're going to get before the foundation and the walls are even up yet. Like it's just not a concern. Now I understand that you maybe want to plan, you know, and have the couch in mind and that's okay. But if you install it on a little bit of dirt, it's not going to do very well. No. So let's give an example in terms of um, nutrition. Okay. Here's an example. Um, Do I need to have a protein shake after I train? Yeah. Perfect example. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, sure, but I'll need a little bit more context and it, probably doesn't matter if you're going to have KFC for lunch and Macca's for tea. So that would be like worrying about something that is just going to be inconsequential when the rest of your diet is not very good. So will it work for someone else? Yeah, absolutely. If they're a bodybuilder, someone that's a hundred percent, but they've got the other part down pat. Yeah. So that's the, that's what we may, or what's another one? Fruit is a big one for me when people come and, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, th- people often talk about losing weight quite early in their journey, mm-hmm. um, and they say, you know, should I be eating fruit? And I'm like, yeah. you've got 20 kilos to lose. I don't think yeah. fruit is your biggest obstacle. And that also, like that point, we'll bring that up as we come to another point. But that can be um, when we talk about you know like the social influences and everything like you see one thing on Instagram or a blog or a, like a fruit one is especially um, prevalent in like the ketogenic yeah, s- society. Yeah. So people like eat fat to lose fat. And I'm like, oh, sort of, but not really. So it's, um, it, it's questions like that that are going to have a minor impact, but they're not going to make that much of a difference unless we can really nail everything yeah. else. So first and foremost, the first thing everybody wants to aim for is a less processed diet. Yeah, whole foods. If we're talking about sustainable, that is the first thing you want to look at. Yeah, fills you up like higher food satiety, which means keeps you full, good levels of protein, good levels of micronutrients, like, and then it's super easy to adjust quantities if you want to yes. after you've already nailed that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So always quality before quantity. All right, n- number six, a question we get asked a lot. Do you guys do meal plans? So <laughs> meal plans. Firstly, no, we don't do meal plans. Secondly, they don't work. And thirdly, we will never do meal plans. But meal plans don't work because they do not allow for what you enjoy, what your family enjoys, what like there are so many factors there are so many factors your culture your routine like yes okay so 
X's and O's tick the box. Do meal plans work? Yes. Do they work for a long time? No. So they could they could help um, cement some good behaviours. Yeah, like cooking more. Yeah. So you know, I guess what would be like a meal a meal plan, and I've just did the inverted commas with my <laughs> hands, but something like um, Hello Fresh or whatever. We're like they actually like it's sort of a meal plan in the way they deliver the meals, but you still have to cook it, and you're still doing that stuff that is important like sustainably to make time to cook and make sure it's quality ingredients but like a meal plan of like monday morning i have scrambled eggs with a little bit of salmon and then tuesday morning i have oats like just spewing out a plan like that and you know this meal plans for 1800 calories and this meal plans for 2200 calories and which one are you if you're a girl you're on this one if you're a guy you're on that one like that just does not work no and also do you wake up every day like i don't have the same breakfast every day i don't feel like the same breakfast every day i do but i'm a psycho (laughs) so but like it's what you do should be easy and enjoyable. Yeah. Like we don't think, we don't have to think about eating healthy every day. Yeah. We choose from a variety of healthy choices every day. Yes. So this sort of, this um uh, meal plan stuff, it's similar when people say, oh, what's the best diet? And it's like, you already have a diet. You just need to optimize it a little bit. So without even realizing, guys, your nutrition is already fairly regimented. Like there are few clients who we've ever worked with who are genuinely random all the time. Like if we think about ourselves, Sunday we have roast. Monday lunchtime we have roast leftovers. Monday (laughs) we'll normally... um, Monday night we'll probably have pasta. You know, like... You, without even realizing Thursday night we have non-schnitzel Wednesday night we have something that William doesn't like you know, <laughs> Tuesday nights we have meat and veg like you you already have a bit of a meal plan there yeah. you maybe just need to adjust the ingredients a little bit it. and yeah. there's your meal plan done but I think lots of the time people who want a meal plan they just want it done for them yeah. And that's more like that's more the psychological aspect of progress that we talk about a lot is like you really have to just give it a little bit more time and spend a little bit more time on assessing what you're currently doing and then maybe getting some advice on what you need to adjust rather than just here's a PDF with a bunch of smoothie bowls and me in a bikini. Yeah. On the on the side just to keep you motivated. Oh, that would look really good. <laughs> It'll probably make people not want to eat, which would probably do just as well. (laughs) The next one's a good one. Restricting over displacing. Yeah. So when I say that I've done all of these in the past, this is probably the biggest one that I've done, I reckon. I would agree. What restricting over displacing means? So a super easy example would be like, oh, all right, rather than I'm just going to not have ice cream. I'm just going to cut it out. And then I just, I lose, you know, however much of my intake and there's my deficit right there rather than maybe displacing would be, okay, rather than a tub of Ben and Jerry's, I'm going to get a tub of Halo Top or I'm going to have some fruit or okay, rather than tasty cheese, I'm going to have mozzarella because it's higher in protein, a little bit less energy, perfect. So I don't have that restriction mindset. I'm just making a couple of substitutes that are easier to implement. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Um, and you know, and 
that's how I get my result mentally it's a lot easier so another example might be like oh I really want a chocolate bar and it's like okay well if I still really want one after I've had an apple then I'll have one yeah but like you've just you've pushed it back and then you have the filling whole food like before it and that fills up that hole really yeah that's one thing I've been big on um especially with our children so yeah like you always have to eat your food first. Mm-hmm. Like there is always a quality meal, some fruit before we even talk about um, having a treat after dinner. Mm-hmm. So William always knows after dinner he'll ask for whatever fruit he likes. And then some nights he may ask for something and we'll say yes. Yeah. And then some nights he wouldn't even ask because guess what? He doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Because he doesn't feel like he's missing out. Well, Same as like, like when you go to a party. Yeah. It's like, well, there's all this party food, but there's also a fruit platter and, you know. Everyone has the everyone has the. It's like, well, ha- fruit have the last. fruit first yeah. and then you're less likely to overindulge in the other stuff, in the highly processed, refined stuff. Oh, here's another example. Like if, if we're going out somewhere and, you know, it starts at seven o'clock, we often have tea before. Yes, always. Like we'll eat our dinner at five and then like be less tempted by party pies you know like whatever's yep. there so it's like it's just filling up on the good stuff and then being less tempted by the bad stuff really yep. and that's all displacing is rather than restricting yeah and yeah it keeps you in that positive mindset and that's just your new norm which is again sustainable yeah number, number eight. eight. Oh, sorry you go oh good <laughs> relying on willpower So this ties into number seven, but it's basically just like it's making zero adjustment and just trying to like gut Mm. your way through it. So, and this sort of comes to like, this would be really hard. Like if I didn't change my diet at all and I was just focused on quantity. Yeah. My environment was the same. Like I hadn't changed anything. I hadn't got junk food out of the house. Every time I opened the pantry, there was a half open pack of Skittles just staring me in the face. Like, pretty hard not to reach out and grab a couple especially when you're hungry yeah so like willpower is a finite resource it runs out quickly and it runs out in under a week yeah so if people want an example i'm sure everyone has done this before like i have you may not have (laughs) you 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 probably haven't the golden child over here but Monday, Monday, I am starting this, you know, like I'm going to be good and I have an acai bowl Monday morning, woohoo, you know, Monday lunchtime, I eat spinach and ice cubes, like I'm on fire today, (laughs) I go to the gym, I'm like train like a champion, Mm -hmm. Monday night, I'm like chicken breast, brown rice, wake up Tuesday, I'm like, I'm not shredded yet, I'm like, that's a bit of a shame, okay, but you know, I'll have a smoothie and then I'll go to the gym and then by Wednesday, it's like, I'm ready to eat my arm. And if I walk past a bakery, you know, like my willpower is zero. Like I haven't, I haven't adjusted my habits at all. Like I've gone so hard that now I'm just in a completely depleted state and like reach for anything. You can't live there and like just trying to be tough and trying to, you know, like that there's a special few people who can do that. Yeah. So rather than like people see food as the enemy, like, Oh, I can't eat, I can't eat that much. I can't eat that much. And then that's what leads to all these bad decisions. Mm. Like the amount of people that I cannot believe when I fill up with petrol, the amount of people that a pay a premium 
for like a chocolate bar. Yeah, like, like I would never pay 50. that much for a chocolate in my life. Like go to the supermarket, it's a dollar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the people that like yeah. <laughs> go, you know, a big M, like yeah. a chocolate bar. Every everyone in front of me that filled up got yeah. something else in the shop, and I was just like, oh my god, I, I would never do that. Mm. Like we, I never ever do that. I used to, but I don't anymore. But it's like, it's yeah, it's that like addressing that behavior would be far more beneficial long term than just being like, okay, I'm you know like I'm just gonna grit it out. Yeah. Because it just doesn't last. Like it doesn't address what what you've struggled with previously to get you like to get yourself into this point. As well as like a good program executed well requires next to nil willpower. Yeah. Like so many of our guys are like oh, like because the willpower is to start. Yeah, and it's also like oh, I can't believe how much I'm eating. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because you're filling up good. on vegetables yeah. and you know, like there's so many more benefits that come with it that you're like, oh, like I feel fantastic. I'm sleeping better now. Like I don't want to go back to what I was. Cause like you've seen the light. Yeah. So breaking out of that, nourishing your yeah. body rather than restricting and tr- trying to break it down is yeah. such a better route to go yeah i often say to people we're so good at being mean to ourselves like if we were just a little bit kinder mm. like why do you need the willpower like i can do it like i i don't need to eat i don't like, yeah, like we do need to this eat. time like we this do, time we do i'm need gonna break food. through yeah yeah like absolutely you know give yourself the good stuff give yourself the best chance yeah. rather than setting yourself up to fail Mm. and not relying on like intuitive eating like i know what i need i'm like "Mm." like you might but it might be time to you know maybe actually get some concrete advice on that rather than just sort of heading down the same path that you've yeah been down before yeah number nine oh Oh, this 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 takes me back to my teenage years but this does actually yeah on younger people this is huge Taking advice. Forget about younger people. I know, true. It's everyone. everyone. I know, I know. Taking advice from celebrities. Ooh, Britney Spears. Yeah, her Instagram is fantastic. And for anyone out there, if you want some workout info, head to Britney Spears. Honestly. But this is like, I'm not one to tell people to stay in their lane because, you know, like, I. You're allowed to have hobbies apart from playing Wolverine. Like, yep, that's yep. cool. Hugh Jackman, if he likes to paint, sure, tell people you like to paint. But it is particularly dangerous and irresponsible, in my opinion, when you speak about stuff with the influence that you have with absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Yep. And, and this would be like, all right, here's an example. This would be like if I ran a finance seminar and I was like <laughs> guys and this is like do not attend yeah and this is like you know I'm gonna like I won the lotto and I now have millions of dollars and I like guys join my webinar and I tell you you know like how to win the lotto it's like what are you talking about like firstly if you're a Hollywood actor actress you're more than likely a genetic specimen you know like they're at the higher end of like humans in regards to physical appearance and they typically have a a, a lot of money shape. to no, that's not true. Like, they have a lot of money to invest. Yeah. In certain procedures. Yes, that too. And certain professionals. So and they've all got a chef, a yeah. personal trainer. May have had a little bit of work done. Yeah. Maybe so, didn't like one lump or bump. Yeah. So like 
there's a difference between them being like motivational, like The Rock. The Rock's out there. He's like, I'm in the gym. Like, what do you say? Like clanging and banging. I'm like, The Rock is the man. But he never says, Hey guys, eat this. This is my program. Yeah, yeah, do guys, this. do this exercise. He's yeah. always out. Like, it's, it's he's just doing his yeah, thing. Yeah, it's purely surface motivation. Yeah. The Rock. Sorry if you're listening. This is not about you. You're welcome to come on the podcast anytime. But when like J Lo. Oh, oh my god, that was a bad one. She did that stupid um, Instagram challenge that was like, guys, ten day no carb challenge. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. for Not what? Good. Firstly, like you couldn't tell me, like you couldn't scientifically tell me that carbs make people gain weight. It is false. Yeah, that's correct. So like, when all of a sudden, how many followers has she got? Like millions. Oh. And you know. Looks amazing. So people, therefore, in their mind already go, oh, I want to look like Taylor. Yeah. Or the amount of Google searches where it's like after the Baywatch movie came out with The Rock and Zac Efron, the amount of articles on Zac Efron's transformation and stuff, like, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, he's like, yeah, I trained really hard, ate well, and maybe made an appointment or two with The Rock's doctor. Yeah. But like, no one says that. Yeah. Why? Why not? Yeah. Because like my respect for him wouldn't go like you know it wouldn't be higher or lower because of that. It's just a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. So don't take advice from celebrities, basically because maybe they're trying to sell a product. Maybe yeah. they're you know like or they're just they basically just have no idea. You know what? I don't explain it anymore. Don't take advice from celebrities. Instead. Follow the celebrities as trainer and take advice from them because yeah. they might have a clue. I was about to say, invest in your own journey. Yeah. Like everyone is on, like if anything, we talk about it all the time. Everyone's journey is so unique. Yeah. Everyone's nutrition is so unique. Yeah. Hence no meal plans. Yeah. Like it's just, it makes no sense. You are not them. So mm. do not do what they do. You do not have a personal chef. You do not have no. a personal trainer five times a week. Yeah. You do not have millions of dollars to, you know, like if someone said, Hey Dan, Hugh Jackman's obviously too old to play Wolverine now. Um, we're going to pay you 20 million and you're going to be in the next X-Men. Like yeah. you bet. Um, like, I'll like, I'll rely on willpower and go like, I'll go so hard. Like that's, is so different from us, a, f- a family of four running it. Like it's just, there's, it's different too worlds, far yeah. apart. It's too far apart for it to have any relevance to your journey. Yep. Use them as motivation and that's it. Yep. All right. Our final one for the day. Number 10. Personal favorite. It is because I feel like, if anything, this is the one where like I take the pedal off as well. So weekend binging. I wouldn't say I binge, but I take the pedal off. You certainly loosen the reins. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, very common. So a weekend binge. And I guess um, to dial it in even more, this would be like a cheat day. Yeah. And please, if you're out there and you're having cheat days, stop and message us and we'll tell you why but when people are like oh can i undo all my progress in a cheat day i'm like forget about a cheat day you can undo your progress in a meal yeah like it is it's, it's sort of like 
you can kind of get into that mindset of almost like relieving yourself of all responsibility yes. because you've told yourself that it's not going to matter. Yeah. Like, oh, I've done so well. Yeah, and I've done so well yeah. this week. I can eat whatever I want. And this is that like restrict, binge, restrict, binge cycle that lots of people are in. And if you feel like you are in this, like there, there is nothing wrong with that. Like it is so common, but it's also super easy to break. And it's basically like... I think what broke it for me personally was like, you know it's wrong, but you need someone to tell you it's wrong. Like you can't decide for yourself. Like it can take a third party to be like, that makes no sense. And like break it down like this. If you're trying to save up money for a trip to Europe, which will be allowed in 2028, (laughs) it's like... If you're like, yes, I need to save 200 bucks a week for six months and then I'll have enough to organize the flights, blah, blah, blah. But every week you're like, 200 bucks, I saved it. That is so good. And then went to the Nike factory and bought a new pair of runners for 200 bucks. Or 220. Or 220. 20 bucks out of pocket. Yeah, that can happen as well. Like, what have you basically done? You've basically just wiped away all of your good work and that six days has counted for nothing. So... Well, like not counted for nothing, but it's definitely counted for nothing if your goal is fat loss. Yeah. So like if we're trying to tighten the screws a bit and you're know, like, whatever, summer's coming and it's like, yeah, let's be a bit healthier for whatever reason. Like the weekends are typically where we tighten up the most because our weeks are already good. Um, so we're basically just trying to make our Saturday look like a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And that, you shouldn't you know, be able to tell what day of the week it is ideally but yeah like you can relax a bit on the weekends there's no problem with that you just can't go overboard yeah like have a pizza cool but don't have three yeah that but also you know like a heap of wine and cheese beforehand and then ice cream afterwards like that's when you'll be undoing it but you can have a pizza and then have your watermelon and then continue on your merry way yeah. Like it really, so much of this stuff just comes down to the context of your situation as well. So definitely. What are you we, trying to achieve? Yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter. As we mentioned at the start, like I'm just looking through the list now and I'm like diet foods, tick quantity, tick tracking, but guessing tick lack of micros still working on it. Cart before the horse tick. I've never done a meal plan. That's the one I haven't done. <laughs> Restricting over displacing tick relying on willpower, five ticks. Taking advice from celebrity... Oh, I did Mark Wahlberg's arm routine for years. Did you? Still don't look like Mark Wahlberg. Oh. Um, weekend binging ticks. So, so I've done 9 out of 10. Yeah. So this isn't to, you know, flatten you guys out or anything, but it's also just to let you know that if you are frustrated by the lack of progress that you might be seeing, these are some of the reasons that could potentially be why. Yeah, exactly. And that we have been through them before and we know how to change them. Yeah. Well, help you change them yeah um so that's our 10 this was one of my favorites guys (laughs) there we go hope you made it to the end um next week i think we're doing our top 10 training mistakes so that'll be good as well because again also made all of those (laughs) all right well hope everyone's enjoying iso 2.0 it's actually a nice day today so we might get out and go for a walk yes all right um if anyone needs anything always just reach out we're always here don't know if you've heard we're not very busy at the moment Um, we'll speak to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.